Hello, and welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast. My name is Trisha Copeland. I'm a fiction author and host of this podcast. Each Wednesday, I share fun content about books, authors, characters, and storytelling. To celebrate the release of my newest young adult fantasy novel, To Be a Fae Queen, today we're talking all about fairies. To give a little background, even though I published a five-book series on vampires and witches, I never thought I would write a book about fairies. I'd read books with fairy characters, like Morgan Le Fay from Le Morte d'Arthur and Sookie Stackhouse for some Lane Harris's Dead to the World, but I'd never been interested in fairies. Until, that is, I saw a beautiful image of a fairy on an advertisement for an anthology. She was a beautiful green being with huge eyes, and I couldn't get the picture out of my head. I created a fairy named Titania in a story of a princess who had lost her brothers to evil cobbled creatures and whose mother hadn't spoken since. My story didn't get chosen for the anthology, but I wasn't too crushed. There were strict guidelines which included that your fantasy character needed to suffer from a mental illness. Hence, Titania suffered from anxiety attacks after the trauma of losing her brothers. I repurposed the story, making it a freebie for my newsletter subscribers, entitled initially Titania of the Fae and then Titania Rises. Not able to leave Titania and her fairies hanging, I worked her into the finale of the Kingdom Journal series Kingdom of War. Hunter, a witch of a trinity, prophesied to free the witches from an age-old curse, searches for fairies to help him fight his evil nemesis, Sonia. Titania aids Hunter in battling Sonia's hybrid vampire witch army. Still, I never thought I'd write a full-length novel about fairies. And then 2020 happened. Although I published three books last year, I couldn't focus on writing another. But I always write for National Novel Writing Month, and with no other idea, I made it a goal to expand my fairy short story into a full-length novel. There were many challenges with this goal. First, I had no plot, no bad guy, and no idea where I wanted a story about Titania to go. I knew she would face challenges in being the first female ruler in the Fey realm, but what would they be? I had some evil cobbled creatures that were trying to take over the Fey realm, but why and how, and how would she stop them? Not to fail at a goal, I started writing anyway. I wrote one scene, and then another, and then another. Still, 70 pages in, I had no overriding plot or aim to the story. So I brainstormed. What was Titania fighting for? What were her roadblocks? And the pieces finally fell in place. Somehow, one image on a postcard became a 108,000-word novel and the start of the Realm Chronicles series. Now you know a bit about Titania and her quest to hold on to her family's legacy and secure the Fey realm from the invading evil cobalt in my new release, To Be a Fey Queen. What are your favorite fairies in literature? Post them in the comments. I'd love to add to my fairy reading list. Titania created a list of her seven favorite fairies that I thought I would share with you. First, a brief introduction from Titania. My name is Titania, Princess Titania to be formal, but I'd rather be addressed simply as Titania. 
Today I have a list of some of the most famous fairy characters. As I tend to be superstitious, I include seven, but please help me grow the list by sharing your favorites. Number one, Tinkerbell from Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. Perhaps the most recognizable fairy, Tinkerbell co-stars as Peter Pan's sidekick in Peter Pan. Barry describes her as a fairy who fixes pots and kettles, therefore a tinker of the fairy folk. She can be mean, spoiled, and jealous, but also good and loving to Peter. Her small size causes her swaying emotions, being that her tiny body can only house one emotion at a time. Number two, The Fairy Godmother from Cinderella by Charles Perrault. The Fairy Godmother in Cinderella acts as the quintessential bearer of good. She swoops in just when Cinderella needs her, supplying a gorgeous dress and carriage to get Cinderella to the prince's ball. Who doesn't want more bibbidi bobbidi boo in their lives? Number three, The Blue Fairy from The Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. Seeing his creator's loneliness, the blue fairy brings Pinocchio, a wooden puppet, to life. At the end of the story, she grants Pinocchio's wish to become a real boy after it displays genuine care for his father, Geppetto. In the original story, she first appears as a young blue-haired girl, then later in Pinocchio's, as Pinocchio's mother, who comes sick and is cared for by Pinocchio. Number four, Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and the movie Maleficent. In Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent is the evil fairy who curses Princess Aurora to die on her 16th birthday. Three other fairies in the story, Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, appear as good fairies and her arch enemies, doing all they can to keep Aurora from the curse. In Disney's Maleficent, Maleficent plays a once good fairy turned evil. Initially, she tries to protect her kingdom from an invading army. She becomes vengeful after being spurned by a love and curses Aurora, the daughter of the invading king's successor. Number five, Puck, A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Puck is a serpent of the fairy king Oberon, a mischievous fairy. Puck realize, relishes in causing problems. He makes Oberon's wife, Titania, fall in love with Bottom, a being with a donkey head, and various others fall in love with their wrong mates. Puck's tells us in the epilogue that he wishes to make amends and set everything right, some cheering for his redemption. Number six, Morgan Le Fay from La Morte d'Arthur. Perhaps one of my favorites, don't judge me, I beg of you. Morgan plays many characters in the shifting stories of the Arthurian legends. Some trace their organ origins to the Irish goddesses Maka and Morrigan. Whether she is a goddess, witch, or fairy is not clear. Sometimes she seems to fight for good, while others she plays a darker character, representing cold and war. In a few tales, she seduces her half-brother author, Dressire Mordred, the evil traitor. But in the end, it is Morgan Le Fay who comes to fairy Arthur to the fairy Isle of Avalon. Number 7, Sookie Stackhouse. From the Sookie Stackhouse series by Charlene Harris. Also another favorite for her spunk and determination, Suki is plagued by the ability to hear people's thoughts. She discovers she is a fairy, and her blood attracts vampires, not only because it tastes better than human blood, but it enables them to walk in the sun. Suki becomes attracted to the vampires because, unlike humans, she cannot hear their thoughts. 
Who are your favorite vampires? What vampires? <laughs> I'm thinking too much about the vampires from the True Blood HBO series. Who are your favorite fairies? What fairies do you love or love to hate? Share them in the comments. If you're a huge fan of fairies, you might want to join my special fantasy character newsletter. Titania dives deep into fairy history, lore, powers, and all things fairies. You can sign up on my website on the To Be a Fae Queen page. To Be a Qu Fae Queen is now available on Kindle and in paperback. You can visit my website at trishacopeland.com or find it on Amazon. I'm really excited for all my readers to dive into this book. I have lots of cool fairy characters, Titania, her friend Foster, her cousin Quinn, Prince Holden from the neighboring kingdom, all play a part in helping her secure her reign in her kingdom of Auburn and fighting the kobold. She's not always sure who to trust or what choices to make. She's a little headstrong and willful, but she has a huge heart. And in the end, well, you'll have to read the book to see what happens in the end. But there are lots of ups and downs, backs and forths, and it's a really fun novel that I think you're just going to love. My initial reviews have been awesome, so I'm so excited for you guys to meet Princess Titania, all her friends in the fairy realm. If you join my newsletter, I have lots of fun things like printable bookmarks, coloring pages, and in the fairy newsletter, my special fairy newsletter, there are tons of downloads for you to read about fairies and their characters, maps of Titania's and the Fae realm, and it's just a super fun story and super fun collection of things to help your mind embrace everything that is Princess Titania and her life. Until next time, happy reading!